Blast Radius Woods Ball Podcast, Episode 180. This is the podcast where you'll find out more about Woods Ball, recreational paintball, and scenario games. My name is Wayne. This is Blast Radius Woodsball podcast coverage of Operation Phoenix D-Day. This was Australia's premier scenario paintball game held on March 5th and 6th, 2011. Our title sponsor for this exclusive coverage is Empire Battle Tested. We thank them for their support. This episode of Blast Radius Woodsball podcast is brought to you by Tipman Sports, MacDev, and Hydrotech Paintballs. We've got some great audio footage for you from this game. Special thanks to Lou, Michael, and Sam for their excellent work as field correspondents. They asked all the right questions of all the right people. So we have three episodes of interviews and other footage to share with you. 180, 181, and 182. So make sure you download them all. Here it is, Operation Phoenix D-Day from Rawson, Victoria, Australia. Here you go. Please follow the posted signs in Immigration and Customs regarding cell phone use or camera. Okay, here we are in the vehicle with four crazy paintball players en route to Rawson, Victoria, just outside of Melbourne, Australia. Just outside of my three and a half hour drive. Well, we're not quite there yet. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) So we're about, what, halfway between Melbourne and Rawson? Yeah, about that old. Probably, almost, yeah. Okay. So why don't each of you gentlemen introduce yourself. Sam, let's start with you. Okay, my name is Sam, a.k.a. Headshots, uh, from Iolius, uh, playing out of Hunter Valley, Newcastle, New South Wales, Australia, just north of Sydney. Alrighty. And at the wheel we have... We've got Michael, a.k.a. Joda, also with Iolius, um, based in Sydney. Okay. And riding shotgun, we have... Uh, this is Brad, a.k.a. The Crow. Uh, I've been a lone wolf for about two years now. Um, He's looking for people to join his wolf pack. I'm just here, yeah, looking for people <laughs> to join my wolf pack. <laughs> so we've just made our first waypoint in between Melbourne Airport and Rawson. Yes. And that location was? That was at Officer um, on the Pakenham Road, the M1 from Melbourne to uh, the Gippsland area. Yes, indeed. And it was a a fine Australian establishment. They had a KFC. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and the international Scottish icon, McDonald's. McDonald's. (laughs) And the place that uh, I got the sandwich from, or the roll, excuse me, was, I can't remember. Coolabar. Coolabar. (laughs) So, yes, the tourists had to eat at the Aussie establishment. <laughs> <laughs> While the rest of us ate at the American icons. <laughs> Classic. Classic, yes indeed. So it's overcast. It's about uh, 60 so degrees US. Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, about 12 degrees Celsius. About 12 degrees Celsius. It's been raining on and off just a little bit. Uh, the weather looks like it's going to be promising for tomorrow by not being too awful hot. And uh, I personally am extremely excited to be here. It's my first time in the Melbourne area. Hoorah! Hoorah! Absolutely. <laughs> we have some big fun tomorrow. Big fun in the old town tonight. 
So Sam, what kind of rig are you going to be running tomorrow? Okay, um, tomorrow I'm borrowing um, uh, another member of the IOIUS. Um, he's lent me his uh, 08 Ego. Um, it'll be being fed by a Pinocchio Hopper, custom camoed by Conley Custom Camo um, in Auscam. Um And I've just received my my brand new sm- new smelling Ioyas jersey, so I'll be running with that tomorrow in a kilt. <laughs> in a kilt, no less. In a kilt. So that's your secret weapon, eh? That's right. I'm going to scare everyone. I'll just run in terror. Yeah, you'll scare the crap out of me, I'm sure. <laughs> Mike, what are you going to run tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow I'll be running a Planet Eclipse E-Tech 2. Um, and also with the Pinocchio Hopper. Um, just just in standard smoke, nothing special. And also a Ninja Paintball Air Tank as awesome. well. So, yeah. Ninja equals love. It does indeed. <laughs> love my Ninja tanks. <laughs> Brad, what about you, man? Uh, I'm running pretty basic this weekend. Um, nothing too exciting. Um, you know, it's all about skill, not the tools. No, I'm just kidding. It's just because I'm not cool enough to have all these fun toys. Um, running an old school A5 all on stock. Excellent. That's me for this weekend. That's my primary marker, by the way. Awesome. Although I'm incrementally moving closer and closer to... Planet Eclipse weapons, but A5, side for the win. <laughs> A5 rocks, man. <laughs> sure does. Yes, indeed. And Sam has let me know that uh, he'll be letting me borrow his E-Tech 2 tomorrow. Yes. So uh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, he's E-Tech 2, digi camo, um, fed by a Empire Magna Hopper. Excellent. Uh, with a speed feed. Awesome. So I'm sure you'll like that. <laughs> I love it. Anything, anything that shoots paintballs, man. <laughs> uh, and also, we also have a, um, a Tech T iFit kit. Oh, cool. Um, that's going to be uh, used by someone, either you or myself. You know, what's interesting. When I was uh, when I was talking to the Victoria uh, Police, and I, I asked about bringing over parts like a barrel, like barrel inserts, like a hopper, uh, they told me that those two were classified as weapons and had to be registered as well. Uh, so even bringing those parts in would have been somewhat risky for me if had I not gotten a, uh, a proper license to import. So what would usually happen uh, if we were bringing something like that into the country, we'd have to apply for what's called a B709 form, um, which is basically a form that we file to uh, A, the firearms registry, and B, uh, customs, in order for them to pass those items through customs. Okay. Um, because basically in Australia, um, a mag, uh, the, the hopper, uh, force-fed hopper, is classified as a magazine. Like a, like a real weapons magazine? Basically, yes. Okay. Yeah. And a barrel, um, same sort of thing. Um, it's a, a, a required part to a paintball marker. Um, so it's, it's another one of those things that comes under the B709 banner. Unfortunately, um, there's a few other things that, that come under that banner, um, such as uh, um, grips, um, other internals like rammers and housings and all this sort of thing. Um, it's a it's a it's a real absolute you know pain in the bum, but you know it's the things that you have to go through. And do I understand correctly that all of the markers here have to be set up and. Uh, not capable of running semi-auto or uh, full auto or any kind of ramping or burst mode. They can only run semi-auto. That's right. Yeah. Um, any uh, the only the only form of fire that we're allowed in Australia is semi semi-auto. Okay. So 
but for instance, with the E-Tech and the uh, Egos and so forth, those all have electronic control boards, right? Correct. Yeah. So. Uh, when they <clears throat> when they come from Planet Eclipse, when they're shipped to Australia, uh, they are programmed to be semi-automatic only. Okay. Um, they're not equipped with the ramping um, and the automatic and three-shot burst that uh, most most markers are equipped with. Uh, that you would usually come standard with ramping and PSP and Millennium and that sort of thing. So I would take that to understand then that you couldn't have a uh, Tipman e-grip then, for instance. Uh, well, you can get a Tipman e-grip, but they again, uh, if you if you were to buy say a, a Rampage board or um, a Virtue board, uh, basically they would come into the country um, as programmed to be semi-automatic only. So, um, I mean, I myself own um, a, a, a5 with an e-grip. Um, it has uh, a Rampage board in it, which is semi-only. Okay. So, um, not to say that you know there's not boards in Australia sure. that aren't that aren't you know reflashed and whatnot, but but you wouldn't own one of those. No, 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 no. That that would be silly. I have no more comment on that <laughs> The sound of the morning. We've got the game getting prepared for, the field's being prepared. We've got a 50 gunner over here that's just tested out his uh, 50 in the back of a tracked vehicle. we got people shooting in the background. It's a beautiful morning. Mist rising up over the field. The sun's coming up. It's going to be a beautiful day. All right, guys, couple more points. Sorry, We're here on the safety briefing. They're going to test fire the 50. Um, at the end of the game, to clear the field, we need everyone barrel bags on, safety catches on, turn your guns off, what do you want to do? Put your guns in the air, we're clear. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we've got the explosion going off, so that's the reason we need to wear your earplugs, please. Now, guys, just listen here. At the, guys, just so everyone listen, please. At the end of the game, make sure barrel bags on, turn your guns off, whatever you're going to do, guns in the air, kick your mask on. The referees will clear it. They give me a thumbs up, tell me the range is um, clear. That's what we're looking for. Then we can take our masks off and walk back in. Also, if you're at the back end of there, we had, our very first year we had a guy walk wandering through without his mask on. The ref talked to me and said, oh, I can do whatever the heck I want. That's not the correct answer. Just put your mask on, please. All right? And, uh, yes, uh, yes, ref. Sorry, I made a mistake. So the whole area will be live. All spectators will be up in the netted off area up there. Unless they're a photographer, then it's at their own risk with their own with their mask on or they're spoken to Sarah. All right, we're all getting ready here. We got uh, paint boxes being cracked, pods being filled, guns being prepped, and we have less than 10 minutes to chrono. Wonder how that's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, people are still rocking up, and just, uh, that's the wrong side. Yeah, I thought you got the something wrong with the colour. Hey, who wanted the spare gun? Me. Okay. Good morning, eh? Yours is different axle. Hey. Huh? Fresh. Fresh. You know how to use it? Just hold on. No, I haven't got a clue. Just hold that button on. Once the light on, yeah. it's good to go. Skinny. What is it? Skinny.
Hey, this is Jota with the Blast Radius Woodsball Podcast. I'm here with Bradley. Brad, how was your day, mate? Yeah, mate, it was a brilliant day. Um, we played hard all day. More than willing um, to do that. There was explosions going off everywhere. Uh, then second half of the day, we were up in the bush. Nice and uh, dense bushland up there, a bit of hills going on, a few fortresses in the, in the scrub. Um, yeah, a lot of good tactics going on with the boys. And, uh, yeah, it was a good day. And... Um, yeah, just played the last round and uh, had a good time and played right to my air ran out. So, yeah, good day. Excellent, good to hear. And this is only day one. Yeah, so um, I'm pretty keen for tomorrow. Got all of my stuff in order, ready to go again. Uh, looking forward to a bit of a R&R tonight. And uh, kick back, chill out, have a steak. Nice, good to hear, mate. We'll get back with you soon. Cool, talk to you later. Now, this is Jody here with Blast Radius Woodsport Podcast. It's not very often that, you know, interviewer, interviewer, that's also doing the same job as you are this weekend. But, Lou, how you doing, mate? I'm doing excellent. So, oh, how, how did you find scenario down here in Australia? Well, if my worn-out voice is any indicator, I've had an amazing time today. I, uh, all I can say is, wow, okay, and keep it PG. <laughs> yeah, we definitely got to do that. It's a shame Wayne couldn't make it down, but I'm sure, you know, hopefully he can come out next year and we can show him what it's all about. Yeah, very much so. I think, uh, I think Wayne would love this. This, uh, this is a unique experience for me. You know, to have, to have a beachhead set up like this, to have the, uh, the pyro that goes off that really, really, really helps with the uh, immersion of the experience, uh, the 50 cal, the 30 cal, the uh, Sten guns, you know, and all these amazing paintballers out here is just too much. It really is. It's almost indescribable. <laughs> Excellent. And that's only day one. We've still got a whole another day to go. Yes, indeed. That's true. That's true. So uh, what did you think of the game? Mate, unbelievable. <laughs> Look, it's been interviewed back on me. But, yeah, no, fantastic game. Third time I've come down here. Absolutely unbelievable, as always. Legs are a bit jelly now, so <laughs> got to get them all rested up for tomorrow. But it uh, should be a good day. Yeah, we did hump a little bit of hills, didn't we? We did indeed. Yes, Second part of that day, those steep hills are insane. What was your favourite part? My favourite part? It always, it's always... <laughs> yeah, we'll delete that part. Um, but my favourite part was um, defending at the top of the hill at the beginning of the day. That is always always my favourite part. Always tend to um, have a really good game up there. And as usual, we held the line up there the longest again today. Indeed. You know, I thought the uh, you know defending at the top of the, the beachhead was pretty awesome. Of course, the adrenaline of the start of the day was pretty amazing. But uh, the third wave, when we were attacking versus defending... Uh, the third wave for me was the most exciting part of today. Made it all the way up to the closest bunker to the beachhead, and I was so close that they couldn't depress far enough to see me. And as they were bringing the Bangalore up, I was keeping heads down in the, the, the right-hand you know, uh, bunkers up top, and then they, they ran the Bangalore in and popped it. And for me, that was the most exciting part of the whole day, was helping to support getting that Bangalore in that hole. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I've got nothing else to say. <laughs> cool. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later tonight. We will, we will. Ed, how you doing? Very good. So, day one, all over, done and dusted, clean up the gear for today. How, how was your day? How did you enjoy? It was excellent. It's always good here, up here. Yeah, yeah attacking up the top of the hill, bit of a challenge going through there. Five, sorry, paintballs coming from everywhere. You don't even know where you get hit. 
and you walk out, oh, back to the dead box again, and you walk up, ah, oh, back to the dead box again. Happened quite a few times, but yeah, it's very enjoyable, very enjoyable. And this game, you got to have a bit of a new experience in your last game of the day, playing with um, the bow. Yes, I had the new air bow. I had played a game with that, and it's interesting. I'm not a, I haven't done archery, used a bow in a long time, but it's an experience. It's an experience. And how did you go with the bow? Did you shoot some fools, as they say? Well, I tried to shoot this one guy, and there was a ref watching him on the side, and it went off and hit the ref instead. So, I hit someone at least. So. Yeah, they were just in the way of your shot. That's what it comes down to. That's right. They just got in the way of the paintballs. The paintballs wanted to go that way, and the ref just was in the way. <laughs> no worries. Thanks, Ed, for your time. Uh, you're back with Jada and Headshots for the Blast Radio East Woodsport Podcast. We're here with Ed Bradley and Sir Raymond of the Commonwealth Forces. How are you, fellas? It's great. We're having a great time. This is good fun. Uh, the, the lads are, are really nice to us. Excellent. So this is your first um, time over Australia for the the scenario. How is it going so far? Well, this yeah, this being our first time, you know, we didn't know what to expect, but uh, we. We've been uh, handled quite nicely, and uh, everybody's having a great time. We're having great fun. Fantastic. And, Brad, this is also your first time down at uh, Rawson D-Day. You've played a few scenarios in the past. How does this compare? Uh, yeah, this is um, pretty action-packed in comparison to everything else we've done. Uh, we've done some pretty cool stuff up in uh, Coffs Harbour. Um, but this is, you know, just as good or, you know, maybe a notch better. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on here, and it's pretty cool. And Ed, what's your history event? How many times have you been down now for this event? Um, this is my third attempt, so I've been to all of them now, and it's an event to come to. Excellent. How do you find these ones? Uh, this one compared to all the other ones you've been to? Has it stepped up a notch? Bushy does even more and more each year, so um, bigger and better, more explosions, more flames, smoke, grenades, machine guns going off, cannons, all sorts. So, yeah. It's a place to be. Excellent. So, Raymond, how did you find the field? Well, this field is, is laid out pretty well. It plays pretty well. Uh, of course, it's a bit smaller than some of them that we have in America. But uh, I think uh, overall, it, it, it's a very nice field. Fantastic. Thank you, fellas, for the interview. Jeez, and this is Jota and Headshot signing off, although Sammy didn't say much. That's all right. I'll get my bit later on the piece. That's all good. Eat. Take teams. Thanks, guys. Cheers. You're listening to the Blast Radius Woodsball Podcast. Special thanks to our title sponsor, Empire Battle Tested. We also appreciate the support of Tipman Sports, Mac Dev, and Hydrotech Paintballs. Anytime you want to contact the show with feedback or show ideas, there's a few ways you can do that. Send an email to studio at brwp.net. You can call the studio line on 303 952 you can also contact us on Twitter, Facebook, or Skype. You can post on our forum, and you can get to there by our website, brwp.net. We're glad you've tuned into the show today. Since 2006, we are your independent paintball podcast resource. My name is Wayne, and on behalf of my co-host, Ben, thanks for clicking on Blast Radius Woodsball Podcast. Play hard, play safe, and have fun.
love how it records a little bit extra at the end. That's for you, Wayne. Very special. Say so, You've been listening to a Lucky Six Productions podcast.